welcome to the Call It In podcast for women seeking to call in more depth and meaning into their lives. More happiness, more healthiness, more peacefulness, more abundance, more finances, and more overall fulfillment. Call It In. Each episode provides practical action steps, easy takeaways in mindset, soul set, and heart set living. For women on a mission to call in more, Dar will be your guide. She is a master educator, vibrational energy healer, and the founder of Purposeful Passion Driven Life Program. A word of warning, this podcast is not for you if you enjoy status quo, don't believe in a higher power, or aren't a little bit woo-woo or metaphysically minded. Here is the Call It In podcast for those of you who know that you are meant for more with Dar. Do you connect with your spirit guides? Today's episode is on the audience-selected topic, spirit guides. This is an extremely broad topic. So for today's purposes, we're going to narrow it down to my personal experience with spirit guides and five steps to connect with them. My experience begins with the Eastern philosophy, which is the ability for the subtle body of the soul to separate from the physical body during sleep, which is, in my case, or death. Perhaps you've actually experienced this by waking up in the morning or by waking up at times during the night, and it seems to take you a moment or two to physically move your extremities. That is actually an example of your subtle body taking a moment or two to align with the physical body after dream state. Anyway, we can all learn to do this, and we can all learn to sense these subtle energies around us. So not just our subtle body, but the subtle body of others. Basically, the variety of spirit guides are all subtle energy. So here I want to mention a distinction that we're not talking about angels who have never lived on earth in the physical form. When I talk spirit guides, I'm talking about those subtle bodies of energy that have actually been here on this earth before. For example, everything seems to have an exception. When it comes to exceptions... Archangel Metatron and Sandalophon are, arch, are archangels who have lived on earth before. <laughs> but we're talking about the subtle bodies today. 
So these subtle bodies are as diverse as the different kinds of human beings we encounter during our life. And I also believe that these subtle bodies, these other people um, in their soul form, met with you before you came here to be on earth and kind of made a plan that they were going to watch out for you and help you with various things and following your life purpose or path. Although we have a number of guides assisting us, they are not observing everything we do 24 hours a day. They are working on their own wisdom and self-growth. They're in their own soul schooling, so to speak. Truthfully, it would be boring to hang around me all the time. I don't know about you. So remembering that our basic belief is that everything is energy, we attract spirit guides that are most like us, energetically speaking. Or like I said, that we had a pact with before we came here to earth. So they have different personalities. So that would mean that they would make themselves known in a variety of ways according to, you know, what suits them. And it's also important that you in your physical form are in complete control. And so they will show up in ways that are compatible to what you would be comfortable experiencing. So know that there's nothing, nothing at all in the spiritual realm that can hurt you. You are the one in total control. The scary ghost zombies and all those movies you've probably seen are just movies. Spirit guides make themselves known in a variety of ways, although we can use various techniques to improve our personal connection with them. Some guides will reveal themselves with symbols, repetitive images, specific colors or smells. Some are able to reach out and touch or make the air around you adjust, warmer, tingling, windier, like it's a fresh breath or of air or a breeze that's entered the room. Some mess with our electronics to get our attention and often provide ringing in the ears or buzzing. So quite a few people have probably had that symptom of spirit guides in the room. Actual whispers or voices occur, but overall our guides appear to us in a way that is comfortable to us. And because they've lived on the earth plane before, they usually appear as a distinctly male or female creation. They also know that we as humans like to have their name to help us personalize our relationship with them. 
oftentimes an easy-to-remember name is given, which is probably not their true name, but it can be. My experience with this is that I had uh, what some call an imaginary friend growing up. I called her Laura May. I also named every baby doll and quite a few stuffed animals Laura May. To my family's amusement, everything was, was named L.M. or L. or Laura May. Then, as with most children, I became busy with school and friends and learning new things and more or less closing down the metaphysical world. It wasn't until a few decades ago that I realized Laura May is one of my main guides who has been with me since birth, and her true name is LaBelle's. But the name is unimportant to her. But what helps me relate on a deeper level is her name and I still think of her as Laura May. There are no tricks or shortcuts in working with your spirit guides. It is called a work because the connection is strengthened over time. If you wish to talk to your guides, it usually takes practice, and focus, unless you started to talk to your guides from childhood on. Have you ever done a double take when presented with obvious similarities or repetitions? Have you ever considered that repetition and coincidence in your life could actually be signs or even messages from above? Dar discusses this topic in her 16 sign video training. If this interests you, go to the bottom of the DarsDivineConnections.com homepage and download your free copy today. Again, that's DarsDivineConnections.com. Now back to today's episode with Dar. Working with our spirit guides is basically a creative process where our subconscious is actually the key. Meditation or visualization is one of the most effective ways to awaken our perception of the spirit realm. Specifically opening the third eye, dreams, biofeedback, hypnosis, and artistic creations are a few of the other ways. When we close our eyes and enter a dreaming while awake state called Sanchenchion, we considerably and consciously shift to perceiving the subtle energies of life that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. You may think that this is all happening in your imagination as your subconscious conjures up sounds 
or smells or images or shows you shifting shapes and colors. Going back to the earlier concept that like attracts like, if we meditate on images around good health, the spirit guide most likely to help with good health will appear. If we meditate on things like joy and happiness, that is the type of help that we will receive and the spirit guide will be one about joy. As we meditate more and more regularly, we open up to the true clairvoyance and a deeper spiral into the supersensible spirit realm. Once you start working with one spirit guide, I've found that many of the others will come around as well and make themselves known. The basic premise in connecting with your spirit guide is to raise your vibrations. They resonate at a much higher level than we do, and it makes communication stronger. One of my favorite ways to raise my vibration is to play with my dog, Dusty. Animals resonate at a higher frequency than us humans. So hanging out with them is a great way to raise your vibration. Sound therapy, especially that resonates at the higher level, is also an easy and quick way to raise the Love Tuner Flute is one of my favorite, inexpensive, finely tuned instruments that resonates at 528 hertz, the frequency of love and compassion, that high frequency of 528 hertz. Singing bowls are wonderful as well, and so are tuning forks. If you're interested in the love tuner to raise your vibration, reduce stress, boost your immune system, and help you shift into aligning with your spirit guides at that high vibrational level, check out the link in the show notes. And I will play it for you now. Eating life force foods will also raise your vibration, as well as things like dancing, exercise, most movement, rocks and crystals that are designed for that, especially crystals, clear quartz crystals, different scents, and also laughter. <laughs> laughter is another easy one to apply. Drinking water is extremely important because just like energy of electricity um, runs on an electrical system, 
our body runs on the electrical system and is based on drinking plenty of water. It also helps us then to connect, conduct, and connect with the spirit realm. The various ways to raise your vibration are all too many to continue to cover here. But let me mention one more that's easy for you to do right now. Place your dominant hand at the back of your neck, at your bony. You can just kind of feel your bony spine and climb up, up, up to that ledge on the back of your skull, which is the occipital ridge. And the two points that are closest to the spine, there's just, um, you can kind of feel the tendons there. You just want to, they are an acupressure point. And so you just want to massage them gently and consistently. And you can use both hands if you don't want to do it one-handed. And make just tiny circles for about 30 seconds or so until you feel a shift similar to the shift that happened when I played the love tuner. Shifting into the intuitive brain and 528 hertz or higher. So you just gently massage until you feel that shift. Although I've been stressing raising vibrations, we need to connect with our spirit guides in a grounded way because we want help in the grounded earth. We want help in the physical world. So our overall intention is to create a relationship with our guide for guidance in the real physical world world. Here are five clear steps to get you started. To get you started calling in your spirit guides. So step one, begin with one or two of the previous suggestions to raise your vibration. You could play the love tuner, massage on the acupressure points, whatever you choose. Step two, work on relaxing and sending warm, soothing energy to every part of your body. Concentrate on seeing and creating in your mind's eye or your imagination the white light, bright light of protection and spirit. Step three, apply rhythmic breath work. You can refer back to episode five where we talk about all the different types of breath work that could possibly be used. And step four is to perform a visualization or a meditation. Episode one 
of the Call It In podcast was called Meditation Hacks. So you might refer back to episode one. But you want to see yourself and your entire energy field as pure white light. Pretend that you have a dial of some kind. A lot of people like to put that at their heart. And that as you turn it up, you vibrate higher and higher, and your spirit guide enters with a vision or a symbol, a sign or a sound or a color. You are at the point where the white light and your meditation technique and the and the rhythmic breathing are all combining together to help you with this vision and to bring in your spirit guide. Watch for the vision, the symbol, the sign, the perhaps the scent the sound, or a color. And with repetition, this process will become easier and messages will become clearer. Massage the previously mentioned acupressure points on the back of your head, centered on each side of your spine where it meets the occipital ridge to help bring things in clearer. As you end your session, metaphysically turn down the dial. Turn down the dial. Turn down the bright white light. Thank your guides for whatever messages they have left you with, even those that you don't know yet. And then ground your energy by visualizing roots like a tree roots, extending down, 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 deep, deep, deep into the earth. The final step, step five, is to drink plenty of water and draw your consciousness back into physical awareness. Right now is the perfect time to write down anything that you experienced. It can also be a time for messages to come when you put pen to paper. The messages might come out in writing. So don't forget that step. And as you keep a journal and you write these things down over several days, it will kind of all tie together and make more sense. So one time you just might draw like a purple triangle and then the next day you'll add another shape and the next day maybe a sound and a photo and all of a sudden it will kind of come together. So the key is repetition and practice as well as letting your spirit guides know that you want to connect with them. 
on a more personal level. They've been connecting with you all along. And, and so setting the intention that you want to connect on a personal level is important. When I began this episode, I mentioned that the topic of spirit guides is a broad one. So the various types of guides, the different ways that they present themselves, the angels and archangels and how they play into it, and the best questions to ask them, along with other tips and techniques, those will be saved for future sessions. But for now, we've talked about spirit guides our audience-selected topic. So call in your personal spirit guides. Call them in. Call it in with Dar. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of Call It In. I am so grateful to have had you with me. If you enjoyed our time together, please subscribe to this podcast. Also, don't forget to pop on over to the show notes page for additional insights. If you take the time to review the show, I would be so thrilled to read your thoughts and comments. Everyone who leaves a review will be put into a drawing for a chance to win a free, in-depth, one-on-one intensive call with me. I look forward to connecting with you even more in the future. Thanks again for spending this time with me at Call It In with Dar.